Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, here with a name you know. We've spoken to him uh, numerous times here on Fightful. Very fortunate to do so. The reigning, defending MLW World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, past the one-year mark since the last time we talked to him, heading towards the two-year mark now. You can see him every Tuesday, MLW Underground on Reels. Alex Hammerstone, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate uh, quite the introduction. I, I mean, it, <laughs> just stating some facts here, I mean, you, you, you have been a champion in MLW for, like, how, how many years in a row now? It's been, like, three or four? Yeah, man, I think I won the national title and somewhere in 2019 so yeah it's it's been quite a quite a block where there's been some gold around my waist i remember when your contract extension was announced and you you have been a champion throughout the entire duration of this this new contract it's very clear that mlw had a vision for you and had something and wanted to make you the guy wanted you to be not just make you the guy just kind of acknowledge you as the guy in the company <laughs> how, how does that make you feel to see that that's all paid off exceptionally well for you and it seems like you made the right decision um you know it, it, it's uh it's great it's really rewarding um obviously that's kind of like one of the most important things in wrestling right now because everybody's um you know, obviously there's a lot of options on the table right now and companies are at the point where people are trying to get people locked under contract and, you know, you can agree with it or you could disagree with it. But the fact of the matter is you put someone in a prominent role and uh, if they're not under contract, next thing you know, they're showing up on somebody else's TV show. So everyone's trying to get someone locked up under contract. And when you're signing those deals, there's a lot of things to consider, but you know, the last thing anyone wants is to be getting paid to do their dream job and then not get to do their dream job, you know, and be sitting at home or be sitting in the back watching the monitors or, you know, to be relegated to some, you know, three minute match on the show. So to be in a position where I get to be featured heavily, where, you know, the, like you said, there was an idea in mind, there was a vision. And that's, uh, that's what initially got me to sign with MLW 
way back uh, in 2018 or 2019 was the presentation of, hey, we're, we're not offering the world to you right now, but we want you, we have an idea for you, we can see what we're going to do with you. You know, like that was like cool because the last thing you want is to show up and be like, hey, I'm ready to work. And they're like, oh, well, sit down. We'll get with you next month. You know, of course. Um, so that continued faith and that continued, you know, creative um, partnership with everybody in the back to be able to bounce ideas off and, and see them come to fruition. It's It's been really cool. You had uh, posted a tweet recently where you're like, a lot of people speculate about my contract. Nobody knows but me is what you said, meaning you. Is mm. there any clarity to that? I mean, by, by my assumption, I, I would I would assume at least through 2023, based on the language that MLW <laughs> had put out there publicly prior. Yeah, um, that's as far as I know, nobody has the exact details and whether that's the dollar figure um, or the length, because the only people in my life I've discussed that with are you know, family, very close friends, most of them not even involved in the business. Um, and, and microman. Yeah, and microman. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I've always thought wrestling was kind of weird like that because, like, in any other sport, when someone gets, you know, uh, like, you know, they sign the rookie baseball player, yeah. it's on ESPN. <laughs> you know, here's what they signed him for. Uh, you know, pro wrestling's always been you know, I, I've tried to normalize that. Like I'm talking to agents because you know, more people are getting agents today than, than ever before as well. Like I've, I've tried to normalize that because I know there are a lot of guys that do what I do, but they don't, they don't really care to do interviews. They're like, I'll just stick to, to the scoops thing. And I'm like, well, I feel like if you normalize this, it's less taboo. But I also understand that there are some people in your line of work that grew up and they think it is taboo and that's, that's their right to do so that nobody owes us information or anything like that. In my opinion, it's, it's a, it's a tricky thing because there's pros and cons of it. You know, if, if I know what my colleagues at a similar level are asking for, then maybe that makes me realize like, Oh, I was really underselling myself. You know, I should be earning more because they're, you know, the MJF situation where he was like, Hey, here's what I'm doing. And it's more than what this guy's doing, but he's getting paid six times more than me. What the hell? That's a very valid point. At the same time though, in pro wrestling, there is such an abundance of people who are just willing and desperate to do this job, regardless of what you pay them. So they, you know, they start catching wind of like, even on an independent level, if you say, oh, I'm working this indie for, you know, $750. And then uh, a guy hears that and then he goes to the promoter and he goes, bro, why are you paying Hammerstone $750 plus a flight plus a hotel? I'll get you a car full of guys. We'll all come for 200 bucks flat. It'll be six of us. And it's like, then the promoter might go, you know what? You're right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there, you know, there's both sides of it. There's, there's how it could be valuable to uh the growth of the business and there's the side where it could be detrimental you know for my own personal reason i've just kind of stayed hush hush because um especially with mlw being kind of in the underdog position we are there's people who like to talk there's people who like to run their mouth um there's people who would never believe the details of my contract if i told them anyway it's like i'm sure there's people at AEW who are jealous of what i'm making at mlw if they would have figured it out but it's like all of that, it's it's a personal decision. There's like you said at the very beginning, 
there's so much more involved in the contract than just dates and numbers and all these things. So at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to let people talk, but it does crack me up when I see people presenting something as a hard fact. I've, I've had some people, like especially some women in wrestling, be like, well, I'm not going to WWE because I can't run my OnlyFans there, and wherever I am otherwise serves as a commercial for that. And they exactly. like there, there are so many elements, and it's more than ever with sponsorships and outside things. For example, you had the opportunity to do a bodybuilding competition recently. Uh, did very, very well at that. Congratulations, by the way. Uh, that's something that maybe you would not have been afforded the opportunity to do based on schedule or, or maybe restrictions elsewhere. Yeah, you know, it's so strange. Like, the, sometimes, like, I, you know, even... Um, uh, releasing music uh, through like iTunes and, and Spotify and then thinking like, man, if I was with WWE, is this like something I'd have to get approved for? Like, I don't know, you know, um, there just becomes so many subtle nuanced aspects to it that people don't take into consideration. And, and yeah, like you said, that bodybuilding competition, it wasn't that like, um, you know, another wrestling company might not let me do it, but just the scheduling in, involved with it, I don't think would have been doable with a WWE schedule. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which is bodybuilding more important than wrestling to me? No. But at the end of the day, you know, little things like that weigh into your overall decision-making process. Uh, one of the, we, we spoke about how MLW has long had a vision, and it wasn't just for you. I mean, the, the, the success of Dynasty has been pretty pretty well documented. MJF is where he is in AEW. You are where you are in MLW. Uh, unfortunately, we, you know, Richard Holiday, what, what happened with him, nobody could have possibly predicted that. On screen, you know, sometimes friend, sometimes foe, but I mean, how, how did you react to that? I mean, I personally, I, I started to check on Richard about a month after I realized he wasn't wrestling. I was like, something's up here because he ain't going to go that long without wrestling if he can help it. And they, by then, I don't even think they knew. Yeah, so we, like, I knew coming into that second match, like, he hadn't been feeling the greatest. But, like, typical stubborn, hard-headed, like, athlete types were like, oh, you know, maybe my nutrition's just off or, I mean, you know, I'm a little bit overtrained or I spent too much time in the sun or I, you know, whatever we try to justify. We just need to push harder. Our problem is we're not trying hard enough. You know, and he came into that match, that second match we had, I believe it was in New York, and he looked awful. Like, he just, not like, oh, man, you look like you're ugly, but he looked <laughs> physically unwell. He looked, his color wasn't right. You know, you could tell, like, he looked kind of clammy. Like, it's, you know, he didn't have that typical, like, full look to his, you know, his musculature. And I'm just like, man, like, has he been, like, slacking on his health and diet? And then in the match, you know, like he was pushing himself, but like, I was like, he got a little bit banged up in that match. I'll, I'll put it that way. not to peel back the curtain too much. I'm trying to drag him through to the finish sure. line. And, and he's, and that's he's not kind, him. That's not him. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, and I, I remember getting to the back and thinking like, what the hell, man? Like, come on. Like, this is a main event match. Where are you at? Where? You? And I, I felt so bad <laughs> come to find out a couple weeks later. It's like, you know, he, he starts t calling me and, at first, you know, I don't want to give up out too much of his personal business, but sure. he's getting different tests done. And he thinks it's this. He thinks it's that. They're trying to figure out what exactly is going on with him because something's off. And then when I heard it was cancer, my heart just freaking sank because it's like, 
you know, I dealt with that with my girlfriend. And then that's, it's like, I, you're growing up, you know, most people like think they're never going to have to deal with that personally. And then to have to deal with two people very close to me back to back. Um, but I always say it was just incredible to hear that very first conversation with him because people probably get hit by that news and then they, they like, they might be able to build themselves up, but he talked to me so matter of fact, pragmatically, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, this is what I have to do. I, you know, I start in words, I'm starting the treatment at this time and you know, I'm doing this. And like, he was just like, he already knew that, oh yeah, this sucks, but on incredible side, composure like i can't yeah. imagine being that composed over a situation like that oh, <laughs> i wouldn't be you know um i've had to take some time off wrestling for like stupid minor things and it it kills me and he was just so like he understood that um god was present you know maybe not in his own words but you know the universe was presenting him with an obstacle and he could either falter or he could run through it and he said oh right, let's go and, you know, now we're approaching the time where I'm pretty sure within the next couple of weeks, we're going to be able to be announcing his comeback to the ring. I which is so. really. I hope so. I, I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, I just, I, I had an incredible amount of respect for him anyway, just based on the way that he, he does things. But the positivity in which he's approached this and the composure, even like it's hard to tell what's going on in his head, but the outward positivity in which he's approached it, like is going to, it's, he's going to inspire a lot of people and he's yep. going to help a lot of people as well. And I think he understands this show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer, a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. His position in doing that as well. Uh, some more positive news. 
when you won the MLW World Heavyweight title, it wasn't just the MLW title. You're taking it to the UK. You're taking it to Mexico multiple times. How important is that for you to defend that championship on a global scale? Um, you know, I, it's, you know, again, coming back to that, you know, underdog mentality where, you know, there's always going to be somebody who, who chirps up and, oh, MLW's world title is not really a world title. It's, okay, you keep talking. I'm going to prove you wrong, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think everybody at, in this industry, to some extent, at some point in time, suffers with a little bit of imposter syndrome. Should I be here? Should I be this guy? Am I really this talented? Because you look at, you know, it's really easy to look at the basketball statistics and go, okay, LeBron James is the best <laughs> according to this number. You can't argue it. With pro wrestling, it's a little bit more gray, right? Someone could go, Hammerstone's the best wrestler ever. And someone else could go, he sucks. And technically their opinions hold equal weight, you know? Um, so to to have that extra chip on my shoulder at all times and to have this championship and to really be pushing myself to do new things with it, take it new places um, and then hold it for hopefully the longest reign um, in the company history, you know, we're approaching that. Uh, it, it means a lot. It's really incredible. Um, it's, it's like you, you, you always want to get to a certain level, but you never know if you're going to get there. And then the second you get there, you never know if it's going to be taken away. Um it's like it's like uh, you're dating your dream girl and you're constantly worried she's gonna break up with you. You know, <laughs> like so. It's like every day is a win and every new accomplishment is a victory. So, you know, I'm I'm trying my best to enjoy it and uh, just keep focused on the the next task ahead. I, I like how you mentioned the subjectivity of pro wrestling because I remember I was talking to uh, a high level executive in WWE actually, and I was like, well, the fans like this wrestler but you see a lot of veterans crapping on them. And, and that executive said, let me know when those veterans are paying for tickets instead of getting comp tickets. And then I'll listen <laughs> to them more <laughs> than I do yeah. the crowd that's cheering for them every single yeah. week. I, I just love that. That's, that's, that's the beauty of wrestling. Uh, you've mm -hmm. also, I mean, you and Fatu biggest match in MLW history for obvious reasons Two just undefeated forces that clashed and now it's happening again. This is one of those things that will always you can always go to Hammerstone and Fatu. It is the two like big cornerstones of MLW and these two forces that clashed. What's it like being back in there uh, with him doing work? Because every time you all do something together, it just screams convincing. And not just based on the way you look, but the way that you two interact with each other. Yeah, man. It's um, it's it's awesome because we we're, we're so different. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like you said, like somehow we wedged out that thing where it's like, it, it's not, I don't feel egotistical saying if you ask nine out of 10 people who are, who's synonymous with MLW, they're either going to say me or Fatu. Those are like almost the only two answers you're going to get. Um, so to be in that position where we've like carved out, like, we're the guys and you know the incredible booking that what you know happened to bring us together the first time where it was a build a build a build a build and then the to be in the unique situation where now we're a year and a half after that match having the first rematch you know most people 
you know, we've been involved in some stuff in the ring. You know, we had a triple threat match. We had the war chamber match, um, things of that nature. But as far as a straight up one-on-one rematch, we've taken a year and a half to get here, um, which is very unique for pro wrestling. Usually when you have something hot, you know, there's something to be said for waiting too long to do something, sure. but there's also something to be said for trying to squeeze all the juice out of the fruit. And then now you got nothing left. And um, I think this timing has been incredible because I know I needed time to grow into this role, um, to build my confidence, um, to really understand what it means to be a champion and to, you know, go out there every night and be the guy for the company. Um, Cause essentially I think almost anybody the first time they're in that position, the first couple months, it's kind of a fake it till you make it. You're kind of like understanding what that role is, what that position is, what that, how to carry yourself, how to, you know, uh, talk, how to walk, how to wrestle all these things. Um, so I really needed this time period to grow. Um, and then Fatu, you know, he's, <laughs> you know, like he, Fatu speaks for himself. He's so one of a kind, but he has had, this last year where he's gone around and he's had some incredible matches with all kinds of people all over the place. He had that incredible match with Josh Alexander at the Ric Flair's last match, you know, like all these things. So now to be coming back and finally having this rematch, uh, it's going to be something really special. I think um, anybody who has been waiting to watch MLW watch this match. Um, I, I, have all the confidence in the world saying this is going to be the greatest hammerstone match you've ever seen um so if you think i suck after this one then i then I'm, <laughs> i give up i'm not going to try to win you over because this is going to be the absolute best you can get from me the contract signing was wild too uh make sure you guys check out mlw underground on reels every tuesday you also have uh tapings coming up april 6th new york city war chamber and then uh, april 8th battle riot I'm a dork for the Battle Riot, for the Royal Rumble, all that stuff. It's It appeals to my ADHD sensibilities because it's it's something new, constant, constant, constant. Yeah. And you won one of the Battle Riots. Uh, any fun Battle Riot memories? Because I know those can be fun, chaotic, uh, wild, a lot of different things because there's a whole lot of moving parts there. Man, uh... <laughs> uh, so... Um, the first time, I believe it was the first time I was in Battle Riot. This is not the year, the year that I won it. Um, but there's a wrestler named Ariel Dominguez. He's a very small guy. So, uh, he went up to the top. He goes for a crossbody. I catch him. I, you know, or maybe, I don't remember exactly, but basically the idea was, you know, I, I have him, I'm pressing him and then I go to throw him out of the ring and I'm thinking there's going to be some bodies here. Cause like these guys <laughs> just got created. And then I go run into throw. There's nobody there. And I'm like, it's like scrambling. And then I see someone get eliminated. I'm like, please understand you're catching this. Like, um, that was probably my favorite memory where I had this moment of realization of like, either I'm going to just put this guy down or I'm going to kill him. So, uh, so you're going to put him down or you're going to put him down. Like it's what's one or the other. That, that was a good battle ride memory. And then of course the year I won was, was awesome because, uh, just that crowd, man, that Philly crowd, they're fickle, to be honest. Like, they, they'll, they're harsh. You, you know, they let you know if you messed the move up. They let you know if you, you know, did this wrong or that wrong. If they don't like you, they're really quick to let you know. 
Um, but that night in, that I won the battle riot was like the most energy I'd ever felt on my side, you know, in a in a given match uh, at MLW. So it was a uh, that's super that's super cool. You've also uh, you're also a musician, as you mentioned earlier. Are there any other wrestling musicians that you've kind of connected with, done some stuff with? You know what? It, it's funny because everybody, whenever they hear like, oh, Hammerstone plays guitar, and like, especially because I have like, I guess what would typically be called like metal shaped guitars, like they're kind of yeah extreme looking, uh, and they're like, yeah, you need to release the the, the album, call it hammer of the, the, the gods of the burning this and that. Like, you guys understand i play like hipster indie white girl rock like, <laughs> i play you know um i don't know how like i mean obviously Out they're playing um, plain white tees or something <laughs> I, I, you know i went through a lot of stages of like what i played over the years but somehow i settled on playing like alt indie rock and it's like uh, I, I don't think a lot of people understand the, 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 there's a huge disconnect of what they see a big jacked up guy, you know, holding a pointy guitar, what they think he's going to play versus what I actually play. And I found that to be true with a lot of wrestlers, a lot of wrestlers like, yeah, we should jam. And then they're like, I was like, they're like playing. And I'm like, uh, not you know, so unfortunately I haven't connected with any, uh, any wrestlers. I actually posted in, um, kind of like one of the Facebook guitar groups I'm in. I posted uh, myself playing the demo of one of my band's songs, and uh, somebody's like, please, God, tell me everybody in the band is as jacked as you are. <laughs> I wish, like, I wish I could just find a group of, like, four overly jacked wrestlers and be a be band. a great gimmick. Would, <laughs> would be... it would, it, we wouldn't even have to be good. Like, people would come just, just for the visual aspect of it. Like, do you remember when they would have, like, the the – the gospel channel and it was the guys ripping the phone books in half. It's like that, but with, with music, like, <laughs> and you, in the middle of your set, you could destroy like prop, uh, prop stuff. Like it, it's too easy. It's too easy. The, 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 but the money prints itself. Yeah. Someone, someone needs to go grab the idea before I finally get, get a, uh, stop being lazy and do it myself. As we wrap up. And, and I mean, correct me if, if maybe you already have, have, have you considered doing your own theme music or theme music for other people? You know, I've, uh, I, I wouldn't want to do theme music for other people. Um, I, I don't know. Um, and then I've thought about doing my own at times, you know, like um, I even had one thing that I was kind of like working on that I was like, maybe this would be a good one that I've always kind of like, it's still like an unfinished thing in my back pocket. But that being said, um, especially like, on the indies, I, I started using this song, this Queens of Stone Age song that I love. And then MLW got was able to get like a, a royalty-free version of it. And it's just, to me, it was like so perfect. It fits so well. And there was that I was like, I'm so used to this. I don't yeah. I don't feel a need for a change. Um, so to to want to change it, it would have to be something that was like such an incredible upgrade, you know, that I, I just uh Maybe it's in the cards in the future, but not the immediate future. I mean, look, look at Jeff Hardy. Like he's he's got his own band. He's made music for years, but the thing people identify him with is this stock music. Yeah. In our, in... <laughs> I think for a little while he came out to one of his own like songs. Yeah, he did. And, and Impact. In Impact, but, but... he had he had Modest, then he had Obsolete. He he had a couple of them. Yeah. 
And I was like, nothing, the Jeff Hardy music, dun, 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 nothing is ever going to top that. Never. Like, so I, I, I'm afraid of getting into that situation where like my ego makes me want to use one of my songs, sure. but it's like, yeah, that, that doesn't really work. <laughs> Guys, make sure you check out MLW every Tuesday on Reels. We always love talking to Alex Hammerstone. Alex, thank you so much for taking the time. Hey, no, thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. And uh, it's, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Until next time, guys, we're out.